Today's lesson is on faithfulness and stability. Now, we're not going to be talking about uh, the faith that moves mountains, although we're talking about a faithfulness that comes from God, and the consistency of that faith that moves mountains uh, uh, obviously is involved, but we're not talking about faithfulness as in to move, uh, faith as in moving mountain. We know by Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, that faith is a fruit of the Spirit, so faithfulness and stability would go along with that. Uh, faithfulness found in the Hebrew uh, definition is first uh, firmness, fidelity, steady, uh, stability. The Greek word for that is trustworthy, that which can be relied on. So uh, a faithfulness is steady, is firmness, is stability. Um, James chapter 1 verse 8 tells us that a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He's unstable because as the wind changes, read the previous verses, so does he. So he's not stable. He, there's, there's no stability in him. He's double-minded, one minute this way, one minute that way. So uh, we can see right there that uh, uh, how important, and we'll get with it in, in, in further detail in here and study it, that how important it is to be of, of have stability, have being steady, being firmness, being trustworthy, something, someone that can be relied on. Uh, stability, according to the Webster, means steadiness, firmness, strength to stand without being moved or overthrown. Uh, you know, a drunk person is anything but stable. They can easily be overthrown. They're not steady by no means. A steadiness or firmness of characters, firmness of resolution or purpose, character. God, we're talking God's character. Okay, you can't separate God from his character because God is his character. His character is God and it's godly, obviously. Opposites would be fickleness, irresolution, or inconstancy. The opposite of being uh, faithful, being uh, uh, in stability is fickleness irresolution or inconstancy okay you know faithfulness takes perseverance faithfulness takes perseverance okay faithfulness is consistency is consistency you know although <clears throat> we're talking about faith involved in this uh, you, you see people that are, are, are consistent there you know you can count them they're reliable Faithfulness is consistent. One that is of a faithful spirit or one that, you know, you can count on them. They're consistent. They're consistent. Okay? Faithfulness is being true to oneself. Faithfulness is being true to oneself. You know, sometimes we don't understand, we don't realize uh, if you're not true to yourself, you're not going to be true to anybody else. One time uh, a close uh, individual of uh, close to me was going through something and, and there was a third party and they were really uh, want to know you know and they were in, in a position where they needed to know on a consistent basis of how the progress was going and um, I finally got to the point to say what do you want to hear you know uh, because they were never true this individual I was dealing with was never true to oneself in other words they had lied to themselves so much that they themselves did not realize when they were lying. I don't know if you've ever met a person like that, but what happens is when you fall into a habit of lying, uh, you are confusing your spirit. 
you are confusing your spirit. And, you know, no one's going to believe you because, first of all, you really don't believe yourself. Or if you do, you're believing a lie, which is a trick of the devil, you know. Uh, but you, you got to be true to oneself. That's, that's, you know, more important than you realize. Faithfulness is following through on agreement. Agreement with someone else, you know, following through with that agreement. Faithfulness is following through on an agreement. Agreement with someone else, okay? You know, if you have agreement with someone else. Faithfulness is having God-like character. Faithfulness is having God-like char character. Matthew 5, 6 tells us those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. But that word righteousness, it's justice. It goes on to, you break it down, it's equity. It's character. It's character. So faithfulness is having God-like character. So, you know, God's true to himself. He's consistent. He's not fickle. He's steady. He's stable. He has stability. So all, already we're seeing how the faithfulness here is, is all about the character to be like God, God-like character. Uh, and listen, character comes before ability. A lot of people have ability, but they don't have the character to go along with it. And you have the godlike character, and you can, uh, you can come up, you know, you can be taught the ability. But we need to have a godlike character. Faithfulness is being true to one's commitment. Faithfulness is being true to one's commitment. If you've made a commitment to, to go somewhere, if you've given your word, and, you know, there are things, you know, we've made, we've made uh, um, you know, uh, recently I made a commitment to go to a party. Well, something else happened that I, I had to, uh, I could not keep that commitment. But I kept it uh, to the extent that I called ahead of time and let the people that I had committed to let them know. There's no way I can make that commitment, which that in itself was being committed that was showing some faithfulness so faithfulness is being true to one's commitment faithfulness is being accountable faithfulness is being countable faithfulness loves accountable accountability uh, god loves being accountable to his word he loves it when when you or i use his word and he has to be found faithful why because he is faithful you know, a lot of people don't want accountability because they're not going to be found that they're accountable. So, but uh, faithfulness likes accountability. It loves it. It doesn't shy away from it. It's like God-like. He doesn't mind you, you know, if I said it, then if my word says it, then you, you can have it. He doesn't mind. In fact, he likes that because he can be found faithful. Faithfulness is a byproduct of faith. Faithfulness is a byproduct of faith, just like butter is a byproduct of milk. So faithfulness is a byproduct of faith. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. Speaking of God. And all throughout the Bible pertains to the faith is the number one thing. You have to believe it. Uh, it's believable. And then you, you, when we, the Bible tells us that the just live by faith, that's also, I believe, in Hebrews. But the faith, you know, we, the just, live by faith. And without that faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, we're not talking about just a habit. Faith, faithfulness is consistency, but it's not just a habit, okay? So without faithfulness, you could say it is impossible to please God as well. He wants us to be found faithful. So without that faithfulness, 
it's impossible to please God as well. Faithfulness is from the heart, not the head. Faithfulness is from the heart, not the head. Remember we said we were not talking about a habit. We're talking about an attribute of God. A faithfulness comes from the heart. He wants to be found faithful. He is faithful. He wants to be found faithful, and it's a thing from the heart. So you have to activate your will to follow through. It's a choice that we make every day if we're, if we're going to remain faithful. Uh, faithful to our mates, faithful to, to whatever. But we're talking about being faithful to the Word of God and faithful to His calling here. Faithful to do what He's called us to do. But we ourselves are the one that has to activate our will to follow through. Just as faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing, you get faithfulness the same way. You get faith by hearing and hearing and then doing and then doing. And, you know, we don't want to be just hearers only. We want to be doers of the Word. That's what James tells us. So that's where faithfulness you put it into action faithfulness is demonstrated in stability faithfulness is demonstrated in stability in steadiness it's demonstrated in stability or we could or we could sum that part up saying faithfulness comes from the heart and is manifested in stability faithfulness comes from the heart and is manifested in stability and being steady being firmness okay Faithfulness is inward. Stability is outward. Or you could say it like this even. Faithfulness is inside. Stability is outside. When you're faithful, even when you go to quit, you'll dig deep because on the inside of you, there's, some, there's faithfulness on the inside of you that causes us to become stability, uh, to be stable on the outside. You remember... Uh, in divine selection class, we, we studied, and, and, and I mentioned in there that um, grace, because we were called by his purpose and his grace, and grace uh, is his undemerited favor, but it's also the influence, uh, his influence upon our heart and its reflection in our life. It's what he does on the inside of us, and then it's going to reflect our outside. When you get the inside heart cleaned up, it's going to reflect the outside. You're not going to want to be the old slothful person you want to be or the old unfaithful, unsteady, unreliable person that you want to be, that you once were. But it's on the inside, and then it shows forth on the outside. Okay, let's look at Matthew chapter 25. We're going to look at the characteristics of faithfulness Matthew chapter 25 we're going to be reading about the the story of the talents Matthew chapter 25 we're going to read verses 14 uh, through 30 for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he, had, uh, then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth, and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. And so he that had five talents came and brought out uh, other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good 
and faithful servant. Now has been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there was that that there thou hast that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received my own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him, and give unto him which hath ten talents. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away, even that which he hath. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He called those that, that multiplied their talents good and faithful. They were not slothful. They were working. And you're going to have to understand that, um, you know, Hebrews tells us that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. The last one that had the one talent, it's not a matter of how much you have. Because he called the five, the two, and the one, he called them uh, few, the, the, the five talents and the one. He said, you few talents, thou has, has done well over the few talents, I will make you, you know, ruler over much. But what I'm saying is, because the other one was slothful, he misjudged. And, and one of the key phrases here, I think, is where he misjudged. You know, it wasn't his to do with it. He was hired to do that. He needed to do that. But another thing here, this servant, he said that uh, he was afraid. He was afraid. See, so um, those that did what they were supposed to with the, with um, their talents were called faithful. Uh, you know, uh, when you are halfway across the water or in between, you go the other way. Why go backwards? You're halfway across going over don't quit just keep going and uh, this one with the one talent he couldn't be trusted with one what do you think he would have done with five it would have been a bigger bigger loss so faithfulness you know has its reward okay proverbs eleven thirteen says a talebearer revealeth secrets but that he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter the faithful know how to shut their mouth in other words, the faithful know how to shut their mouth. Say it with me. Ouch. God help us all, right? The faithful know how to shut their mouth. Proverbs thirteen seventeen, A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. Or a faithful messenger, you know, representative, is health. A, fa a wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. The faithful know how to minister healing and strength. The faithful know how to minister healing and strength. Okay. 
Proverbs 14.5 says, a, fall, uh, a faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. The faithful always speaks the truth. Remember I told you about the one, how important that faithful is that you're uh, true to oneself and the one that, you know, this individual would only tell what you wanted to hear and they had lied to themselves so much they didn't know whether they were telling the truth or not. They weren't faithful because a faithful always speaks the truth. They're not going to lie. Proverbs 20, verse 6 says, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The faithful are humble, in other words. The faithful are humble. The faithful are humble. They don't toot their own horn. Okay? You know, they, they don't go around proclaiming their own goodness, saying how good they are. You know, it's like if you're full of faith, it will show. If you have to tell it, then it must not be... Um, of faith. In other words, you know, you just live it, you know. There's a difference between talking faith and faith talking. When you're when you're just talking faith, you're talking about what God can do or or you know, and that's part of it. But when you when you're faith talking, he's already done it. In faith, he's already done it. He's already supplied your needs. He's already taken care of you. So there's a difference. The faithful are humble. They're not uh, tooting their own harm. Proverbs 25:13 As the cold of snow in the time of harvest so is a faithful messenger to them that send him for he refreshes the soul of his master the faithful are refreshing to those whom they serve you know it's always uh, hot in harvest time that's why as the cold of snow in the time of harvest it's, it's like a refreshing it's it's a cooling down for them so the faithful are refreshing to those whom they serve you know, if you're if you're trying to serve, or if you're in any aspect of the ministry, you are serving. But if you're murmuring and complaining and all that, you're not going to be. Uh, as you're serving, you're not. That's not considered one that refreshes. You know, uh, uh, Pastor Ronnie can get me a glass of tea, but if he's practically throwing it at me and murmuring and complaining, uh, I don't care how cold the glass of tea is. It's not a refreshing experience. So remember that. The faithful are refreshing to those whom they serve. That's part of the serving is, is remember doing it as unto the Lord. And therefore it comes out a refreshing to those whom you serve. Proverbs 28, 20. Um, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. In other words, the faithful are blessed. They're not trying to get blessed. They are blessed. You know, the faithful are blessed. Uh, turn to me with me to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. Go ahead and turn there. We're going to read um, verses 42 through 48. Luke chapter 12 verses 42 through 48. And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make him ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, uh, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. But and if that servant say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat him, uh, beat the men's uh, servants and maidens, and to eat and drink and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, at an hour when he is not aware, and he will cut him in sunder, and will point him his portion with the unbelievers. 
and that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For who, unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to him whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Remember we talked about you have to be prepared. He's talking about verse 47. When his Lord come and find him prepared, not himself. You know, we need to be prepared. He called them a, a, those that were found him uh, doing faithful and wise steward. Why? Because they were doing. You know, faith in itself is an action word. It's not something we can just sit back and say, I have faith and have faith. Faith is an action word. We have to to come to action. We have to act upon our faith. Act like we're healed. Uh, you know, uh, walk like we're healed. Talk like we're healed. And the manifestation will be there. See, so it's it's uh, we need to be prepared. We don't need to, you know, a faithfulness doesn't have to have a faithful person does not have to have somebody looking over his shoulder. He's faithful and he's wise. So. You know, and he will be blessed. They're not, you know, like we already said, they're not trying to get blessed. They are blessed. So the faithful here take care of business. The faithful, they're wise. They take care of business. They're prepared. They're going to take care of business. Matthew 25, uh, verse 23 says, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful of a few things. I will make thee ruler over many. Well done well doing you've done well good and faithful servant good and faithful servant some um the faithful pay attention to the little things the faithful pay attention to the little things you know some people need to be big enough to do little things and then other people need to be little enough to do big things remember it's it's faithfulness is is um uh, it's a heart issue it's a heart thing uh the vision Come from God is always bigger than you are. If it wasn't bigger than you are, then you wouldn't depend on God. And that's where faith comes in. That's where faithfulness comes in. Paying attention to the little things. The process of faithfulness. First understand faithfulness is required for your future. Faithfulness is required for your future. If you're going to have a future, you must be faithful now. Uh, you know, if you're going to have a future... You must be faithful now. Uh, what you do today determines what kind of future you have tomorrow. What you're doing by taking these lessons will affect your tomorrow. You could say, you know, you've heard the saying, the seeds of today are the flowers of tomorrow. You could even say it this way. The seeds of today are the weeds of tomorrow, depending upon the seed. So if you're going to have a future, you must be faithful now. Okay? Faithfulness must begin with little things. Zechariah 4.10 Who has despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice. Don't despise small beginnings. What can start out very small can, can grow into greatness. You remember, I may, uh, if you're faithful over a few things, I make you ruler over many. The few became the many. Okay? Uh, that's here in Matthew chapter 25, verse uh, 23. Faithfulness worketh by love. Just like faith works by love faithfulness worketh by love. Why? Because it works. It works. Okay? Oh, uh, I got ahead of myself there. But um, faithfulness must be proven. 
Faithfulness must be proven. 2 Corinthians 8, 8 says to prove the sincerity of your love. The sincere faithfulness worketh, faith worketh by love. Faithfulness worketh by love. And this is to prove the sincerity. There's a, a proving of the sincerity of your love. Anyone can say they love you, but the proof is, is the showing, the acting upon. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 tells us to examine yourselves whether you be of faith, Prove your own self. Who are who's to examine you? You are to examine yourself, whether you be in faith. You are to prove it to your own self. And in, in doing so, it'll be proven to other others. Galatians 6, 4, let every man prove his own work. Not another's, his own work. So we have to we have to examine ourselves. We have to examine our hearts because it's an heart issue. 2 Corinthians 8.22 says, Prove diligent in many things. Is that you? Are you proven diligent in many things? Um, in this blank, put the scripture, 1 Timothy 3.10. 1 Timothy 3.10. He's talking to deacons here, and he said, Let these also first be proved. You need to read 1 Timothy chapter 3. There are things that need to be proved. First things first. Let's prove it. Examine yourself. You see, if you if you uh, have faith, if you've proven your own self, Nehemiah 9.8 says, talking about Abraham, Sam, foundest his heart faithful. Foundest his heart faithful. Okay? Faithfulness found equals increase. Faithfulness found equals increase. Uh, 1 Corinthians 4.2 says, Moreover, it is acquired... In, stu in stewards that a man be found faithful. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. A man that you can depend upon. Okay? And of course we read 1 Timothy 3.10. Let, let uh, these also for, uh, first be proved. Talking about deacons. And then Nehemiah, uh, Nehemiah, uh, Nehemiah 9.8 found his heart faithful. Lawrence Belt said this, Show me a man or a woman who cannot be bothered to do little things, and I'll show you a man or a woman who cannot be trusted to do big things. Doesn't that sound like the guy with the talent of one? He, he, wasn't, he wasn't bothered with just one. He, you know, he got afraid, and he, you know, he judged his, his um, Lord and, and didn't, op didn't do what he was called to do. You know, even if his Lord had been a hard man, that was not his problem. That was his Lord's problem. That was not his problem. Okay? But it, it became his problem because he allowed it to, and he didn't fulfill what he should have been faithful to, what he should have been committed to, and he's the one that lost out, not his Lord. He did. Because his Lord turned around and gave the talent to the one that had the five talent that was multiplied, <clears throat> excuse me, to ten. And so, what did he do? He gave him another one to be multiplied. Which he should have already had with that other one that he gave one to. <clears throat> excuse me. But he didn't. So, he, he, the one that wasn't faithful in heart, in action, is the one who lost out. Faithfulness is an issue of the heart. Faithfulness is an issue of the heart. When a person is not faithful, you know, it's an issue of the heart. It, they can blame everybody else, but it's an issue of the heart. It's an issue 
of the heart. Faithfulness is required as managers. Faithfulness is required as managers. If you're going to be a manager or something, uh, uh, those in leadership, those, you know, if you're going to manage things, you need to examine yourself because faithfulness is required. Faithfulness is required as managers. Faithfulness causes increase. Faithfulness causes increase. Okay? If you're faithful, you'll be blessed. Faithfulness manifests stability. Faithfulness manifests stability. Just like being unfaithful would be manifest being unstable. Okay? So faithfulness manifests stability. Remember, stability being on the outside of what is on the inside. Faithfulness likes accountability. It's not troubled by being accountable to something or someone. God likes to be accountable. We need to be like God character. God uses faithfulness like a crowbar. Keep in mind, a crowbar, as Buddy Bell puts it, is a tool of all tools. You know, in other words, the basis for all other tools to work. Uh, turn with me to James chapter 2. I want to share a scripture with you here in James chapter 2. Remember, it's, it's a crowbar. Uh, uh, it's a tool of all tools. You got the crowbar, you can do anything. Uh, I'm going to read uh, James chapter 2, verse 17 and 18. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you the, my faith by my works. Faithfulness is like a crowbar. It's a tool of all tools. When you have faithfulness, it's an attribute of having a God character, of having faith in you. It's, it's, it's an attribute of working, uh, of you being work, not being slothful, not being lazy. It's an attribute of you being good. And, and uh, remember, good and faithful, Stuart, are wise and stay, uh, uh, faithful because you take care of business and you uh, uh, take care of the small things. And what? You do work. So faithfulness will always be rewarded. God will see to it, you know. Uh, just like you have to ask wisdom by asking in faith, and, and so you want you're not double-minded or unstable. Faithfulness, you can ask for, ask the Lord for His wisdom. You can come uh, stable, believe that you have what you you ask, and you receive it, and be stable, uh, and be uh, faithful. Uh, and that work that's going on on the inside of you will manifest on the outside. You know, when you got saved, it's just something that happened on the inside of you, and the manifestation came out on the outside. You didn't have to tell people that you were saved. They could see it. They could see it, and then maybe you did go tell people, and they, they didn't take it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But then as time goes on, because you, you got the true Jesus in you, it showed outside faithfulness. Uh, someone gave me this after a class I taught one time. They, they said that the Lord showed them this. Faithfulness leads to fullness in God. Remember, he had said, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. So faithfulness leads to the fullness of God. So remain in faith and you'll experience the fullness of God.